Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the NFL. What up, Dynasty players in the house? It's Dynasty War Games. I'm your host, Jesse Schneeman, recovering from a deadly illness, a deadly infection of norovirus. Been out of, out of commission for almost a week now, but I'm back and I'm here with two really good friends to talk football. Austin, how are you doing today? Good. How are you today? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Co-host Austin Bell. I mean, I, I say I'm excellent, but that's just because I'm talking football. If I wasn't talking football, I'd be laying in bed. <laughs> hey, get you out of bed. That's what's important. Right on. Right on. But a, a good thing that came out of it is that I watched every preseason game yesterday. I saw every, you, you need to know something that happened in a preseason game. You just come to me. Well, tell me the number one thing that you learned. Man, Marvin Mims is a man amongst boys, is he not? He is that. That uh, I've, I've, everything I thought about him in college is is um, re- really sh- showed through last night. It looked excellent. Um, Aaron Rodgers to Garrett Wilson is absolutely going to be the fire tour that I said it was going to be. Um, yeah, slow down, slow down. It's a bad. It's a bad. It's a bad. It's a bad defense. Is number twos. Yeah, I. Okay, so I, I just stepped on someone's nerve because the Jets happen to be playing a different New York team that that Chad happens to like a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is not the week to proclaim uh, the 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 truth. Right. 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 So, how are you doing today, Chad? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm just messing with you. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, well, what I meant by that is that the connection is is there. Like he's yeah, no, he's definitely him. looking he for electric. Him. You know, he's yeah, no, they for him in the red zone. They they both looked they both looked good. They both looked good. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for it. Uh, to to be completely honest with you, I'm I'm just excited to see that offense as a whole when everybody's together. So yeah. it should be fun. But um, yeah, man, I'm doing good. I wish I I was uh. You know, I got pretty sick, so I haven't really been watching much preseason or anything. But, um, man, I'm sad I miss Mims now. I might go back and watch some highlights or something. He just made a really, really nice catch. He actually was going to score on a handoff until uh, LaDainian Tomlinson's nephew just, man, just dirty, dirted him wrong. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Tore him down by the face mask was not right. Luckily, got ejected. Yeah, got ejected for it. Luckily, Mims got up and didn't didn't seem hurt. Got you know, didn't leave the game or anything. But man, that was that was nasty. I don't like to see that kind of thing. Yeah, I did see that play. That was pretty disgusting. 
I, I was literally yelling at the TV. As sick as I was, I was so mad. Uh, but anyway, uh, we are here to talk dynasty. Not really preseason football. Preseason football is fun for us sickos, you know, for us maniacs that can't get enough. But really, we're here to talk dynasty, right? So. What we want to do today is, I didn't come up with a game because, like I said, guys, man, it was all I could do to get out of bed and get here, but I do have an awesome topic for us. We're going to talk overlooked dynasty assets, all right? So we're going to talk them through, figure out what we can get them for, if they're actually worth acquiring, um, and what we actually expect out of them. What does overlooked mean? Austin, you're decorated for Halloween already? Of course. Man, two months early. Absolutely. Wow, this man loves <laughs> Halloween. It's not all my decision, but I fully support it. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's not my decision at all, but I still fully support it. Here's to that, man. I, man. I don't decorate for the holidays either. I'm, in fact, I'm told to shut up whenever I Austin, do. blink twice if you need help. <laughs> What's three times mean? We'll send somebody immediately. Okay. Wow. All right, so Austin, um, who's your who's your most impactful overlooked player for this year? Um, so I used keep trade cut as my valuation for this. Um, okay. It, I don't really you know love using it for actual trades, but I figured it was a good way to get the community's uh, value on everything. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty um, good gauge. Looking through that. positions, I felt like a. Amari Cooper was actually the number one just like for a contender at the price point is just a slam dunk. Um, he's behind a late 25 first uh, wide receiver 35. I mean, that's uh, easy, easy to me is for somebody that in the next two years won't to win a championship. That's the number one buy in my opinion, looking at looking through the rankings from what I saw in there. I'm sure every draft, every league is going to be different, but, Looking through here, it was a slam dunk in my opinion. I mean, he's hardly above an early 23 second. I would give that in a heartbeat for him. Yeah, love me some Amari Cooper. Chad, what do you think about that one? Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, it seems like that's a, a guy that you can throw in into that category almost every single year for the last, like, you know, four years. Uh, he's, he's just always in that, you know, overlooked kind of player that is, is probably – you know, probably a, a certain producer in, in whatever offense he's in. Um, you know, he's just that dynamic of a player. So I, I really, I really like it. I really like it. I think everybody's just tired of him at this point. Hmm. Yeah. A little bit of fatigue with Amari Cooper. I can see that. Um, yeah, but- yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I've been, he, I've been targeting him all, all off season. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten him in two startups. I've only done two startups. And I got him in both. <laughs> Some, somewhere around the sixth round, I think fifth, sixth round. Um, I, you know, he's, he's a wide receiver one. He's like a locked and loaded um, back end wide receiver one that you're getting as a wide receiver three. I mean, I, I, it's a no brainer. I mean, I, I understand he has a little age. You know, what is he, 29, about to be 30? Big deal. You know, he's got another couple years. And, and you can't just look at every dynasty asset as, well, I'm spending this on him. And then he's going to get old, and then he's not going to produce, and I'm going to be stuck with him. No, no, no. Be fluid. Use him, right? And at the end of the year, flip him. 
We all think he's going to have a good year. So flip him for, you know, a lot of times you can get a little bit more for him. If you, if you end up out of the playoffs, obviously trade him. Um, in, in the playoffs, you get way more for players. But what I'm saying is if, if you acquire one of these overlooked players and the price is probably depressed anyway, don't look at it as, oh, I'm getting an old guy. It's an expiring asset. Look at it as, I'm getting a guy that's going to help me win that I can flip and get something back for them. That's like that's it. how I see it. That's why I'm not afraid to acquire old, you know, older players to help me win. Um, one trade that I made with Amari Cooper this offseason, uh, before you were on the podcast, Austin, I, earlier in the summer, I don't know if you listened to these, but I did like a, a little series about taking my teams from uh, rebuild into contention. Mm-hmm. Right? I know I listened to a couple of them. Yeah, so you can't just you know go into a year with a bunch of rookies and second-year players and expect to win, right? So kind of kind of some advice on, on how to do that. And Amari Cooper was my target on a couple of the teams. Um, hopefully I don't um, blow anyone's pick here, but one of the trades I made was um, I gave up Romeo Dubs, Trey McBride, Khalil Shakir, and a second, right? So – so four kind of like B-level assets, kind of second, third round assets. And I got back Amari Cooper, Alvin Kamara, and Jarek McKinnon. Oh, yeah. This yeah. was in June before we knew that it was only a three-game suspension for Kamara. So I kind of took advantage of that a little bit as well. And Kamara might kind of fit into this category too. In fact, he might come up from one of you guys. I hope I'm not ruining that. Um, Jarek McKinnon kind of fits in that category too. But Amari Cooper was the guy that I was really targeting there. Um to get him for a second or two, it's a steal in my opinion. I agree totally. Especially a contender's wide receiver three. I mean, that's a perfect setup. You know, especially in a start three wide receiver league, get you two studs at the top two and have him as your third. It's just plug and play weekly. Exactly. All right, Chad, who's your most impactful overlooked dynasty player? Yeah, so my uh, – the player that I have – I. I don't understand. I, I literally do not understand why he's valued where he is. Um, I'm using Dynasty Trade Calculator, um, you know, and they they use uh, you know trade data um, from leagues and also uh, rankings and ADPs, kind of merged all into one. Um, but uh, yeah, Christian Kirk, they have him valued as wide receiver 43 in between Chris or in between Juju Smith Schuster and Elijah Moore. Um, you know, this is a wide receiver that, I mean, what is he coming off of? Uh, was it, was it a top 12 season last year? Let me bring him up. It was close if it wasn't. Yeah. So he was wide receiver 11. Yeah. Wide receiver, wide receiver 11 and PPR. Uh, and I mean, yeah, they've added Calvin Ridley to that offense, but I mean, that should free up more space for him too. And, And at that value, you don't need him to be wide receiver 11. You just need him to be a, a solid wide receiver too, you know? Um, and that's, that's way overvalued. You know, that's, that's way uh, outproducing where he's valued at currently. So I, I just don't understand. He's 26 years old, 26 um, years old. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't get it either, man. It's, it's a crazy value. It's a crazy value. Um, and I've, I've tried to trade him this off season for two seconds and I can't get it done on a oh, roster where I'm stacked at wide receiver. No, pe- nobody will give me two seconds for for Christian Kirk. What? Yeah. 
Wow. I mean, I just did that last week or the week before. I was so excited to do it, man. I thought it really shored up my, my team. Yeah, I thought I was giving somebody a deal. Nobody nobody took it. So. Wow. wow. So, like, I, I, I may have probably overpaid for him at one point this offseason. Um, I gave Mac Jones for Christian Kirk and Romeo Dubs. I, it was in June, you know. I did, I, I kind of sold low on Mac Jones, but um, it it kind of does reinforce my belief. I'd, I'd rather have Christian Kirk and Romeo Dubs than yeah. Mac Jones, I think. But I, yeah. I just I just don't believe in Mac Jones at all, uh, personally. Well, value wise, I think he's he's got a little bump right now. Not that I yeah. believe that he's. Well, going to be some amazing quarterback. I just believe that um, other people believe that, right? With the whole Bill Bill O'Brien narrative, blah blah blah. Obviously, I th- I think he's going to be better than he was last year. Um, well, it, between him and Pickett, we're going to see who who kind of takes a step forward. Let me see where Mac Jones went. I'm going to start up right now. Um, and you know, it was a pretty pretty QB uh, centric draft here. Um, let me see where Mac Jones went. He went 11 11 in the one I'm in. He went 10 1 in the one I'm in. Um, this is mine's IDP, so that kind of throws off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So probably about the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so about Christian Kirk, uh, keep trade cut has him at wide receiver 32. Yeah. Does that, does that change your value there? What? 32. He's, yeah, he's better than, than wide receiver 32 to me. Well, so he's right behind a late 25 first, right in front of Traylon Burks, Godwin, Cooper, and Jamison, and Hollywood Brown. Yeah, he should be ahead of all those guys to me. Um, yeah, I would take Cooper easily over Kirk. Yeah, I have him wide receiver 20 right around JSN, Ayuk, wow. Amari Cooper, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's probably – that's I probably have him like a mid, mid-20s, I think. So above McLaurin, Pittman. I have him about where McLaurin where, where McLaurin would be. Uh, but I mean, even even DTC has McLaurin at twenty nine. He's another one I, I consider talking about. Yeah, K, KTC has him at twenty nine as well. So that would have been dead on. Yeah. So I think Terry McLaurin's another kind of undervalued asset himself. But I think they're they're probably both similar to me. Um, I think they're 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 both in line to have really good wide receiver two seasons. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I, I, I did get that done for two seconds. I had another really good Christian. Kirk. I think that's about the price I would want to pay. I don't think I would pay any more than that. I, I think he's I'm worth not, a late first all day long. I'd rather I think he's worth him. a late first, too. I'd rather have him than Zay Flowers or Quentin Johnston. Or absolutely Devin A-Chain. I would rather have Kirk. At cost, I'd rather have Kirk, too. I think they're both valued a, a little bit. I mean, well, that's, more, that's definitely really, more than Kirk. That's the end of the first round of, of yeah. rookie drafts, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you yeah, get definitely. Dalton Kincaid, that's that's the cutoff. I'd rather have Dalton Kincaid than Christian Kirk. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah think Christian I Kirk's, that, but I guess we'll see this year. Christian Kirk's an, an interesting back. player. I mean, he just he still has so much tread left on the tire. I think all those years in Arizona really killed off his, uh, um, I guess, the perception of him. On, on being a really talented player, but I mean, he was a really good prospect um, and he's yeah. just showing it now that he's in a good offense, which, you know, makes sense. Situations make up so much in, in the NFL. He's a particular type of player that um, needs a coach that understands him. He's not really a man beater. 
I see him as a really, really good zone player and um, good, good after the catch. So if you don't have a coach that understands that, he's not going to be successful. I just think Arizona's offense sucks. <laughs> There's that too. Well, all right. So Cliff Kingsbury, he didn't understand NFL defenses, obviously. He didn't know how to deploy Christian Kirk. It was a disaster. And then we got, when he got over to Doug Peterson, we, we saw him shine right away. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that offense. I'm really really excited for that offense. Uh, I think it's it's going to be probably as a whole. I think it's the most undervalued offense in dynasty. I think the quarterback's undervalued, even going as uh, what like the seventh quarterback off the board or something. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really like Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think Etienne's probably eh, he's probably valued fairly, but I've seen in some startups him going later than he probably should. Um, and then uh, Kirk and Ridley, I think both are. You know, primed to have really good years. Ingram's going really late in drafts still. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think it's going to be a very, very productive offense with assets you can probably get cheaper than their production would tell you. Right on. All right. Uh, I agree. I agree, and, and Austin kind of agrees. My number one most impactful overlooked dynasty player is Brandon Cooks. I mean, we're talking about the the number two – pretty much steps in as the number two target on a Dallas team that has needed a number two target forever, right? You have CD lamb in the slot, just gobbling up targets, you know, in the middle of the field, across all that kind of thing. And then Brandon cooks is just tailor made outside receiver. I do think he's lost a bit of a step. He's not the deep threat that he was younger, you know, earlier in his career, but do you guys know how old he is? 27, 28, 29. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say 30. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, honestly. I thought, it was, I thought it was 30. I thought he was 30 or 31. So he's 29. Um, he's still just an excellent player. He's a really good root runner. He gets open. He knows how to get open. He's still quick, and he's still got speed. Like I said, I think he's lost a little bit, but he'll he'll be really good for Dallas. He's exactly what Dak needs. Um, he'll, he'll open things up for C.D. Lamb a little bit in the middle while he works more towards the outside um, for what you can get him for. You know, I just don't hear any Brandon Cooks talk. It just feels like it's sort of this, like, don't bring up Brandon Cooks. It's gross. You know, it's sort of like this taboo subject. It's not. Yeah. You can get – I got him for a third, guys. Oh, I try. I tried a second and got declined. And the guy's really? not even a contender. Wow. Oh, wow. He likes him too much. Yeah, if he's not a contender. He's out of his mind. Yeah, I think I think I that's so a, as well. Yeah, I think I think that's a uh, definitely not the norm. <laughs> I've seen I've seen him go for for thirds uh, plenty of this off season. I mean, because, on one of my rebuilds, I just traded Cortland Sutton for a second and three hundred one. Yeah, it was like two hundred five and three hundred one because middling wide receivers, guys. If you can get if you can get two picks that you like, you take it. I never, I never would have thought Brandon Cooks was still twenty nine. That's nuts. How long has he been in the league? Like 10, 11 years. <laughs> he was a young prospect. This, I think, this is his eleventh year. I don't think so. Let me, nah, ain't no way. I'm bringing him up. It's either his tenth or eleventh. I don't. I, but I, I know it's. I know it's definitely. It's up there. Uh, he is year nine. This is his ninth nine, year? As he has nine seasons experience. 
Oh, so this is yeah. So this is his tenth year. Okay. Yeah, that's that's still nuts. So he came in what at at twenty? Yeah, yeah. That's KTC nuts. has him at wide receiver fifty eight. I mean, I, I guarantee he finishes better than wide receiver fifty eight. I mean, he he faked his injury last year, by the way. <laughs> so otherwise, he's wide receiver 20, 16, 13, 15, 9, 13. He's not exactly that player when he was 15, 9, 13, but two years ago, he was wide receiver 20. Yeah, DTC has him uh, at wide receiver 58 as well, behind Mooney. He's right behind Sutton on here. Right, he only played 13 games last year, and he was right, wide receiver 49. So he's I, I just, you know, going to a better offense with a better quarterback, I'd it's just a no-brainer. I think the only time where this evaluation makes sense is if you're trading him for one of those like late second wide receivers that you really like. Like, let's say you really like, you know, Josh Downs or Cedric Tillman because... or any of those kind of guys. Then maybe you can do a swap if you're a rebuild a rebuilding roster for one of those guys. And I think that trade makes a lot of sense. So Jalen uh, Hyatt for Cooks. Yeah, yeah, that kind of trade. Uh, which Jalen Jalen Hyatt's value has gone up a little bit since his you know, it has gone up a lot. Yeah, his yeah. his uh his hype during the offseason. So maybe that trade's not not realistic. But a guy like Josh Downs, who's kind of depressed a little bit right now, um, I, I think you can get that done. So I just did a uh one QB rookie draft in my home league. Mm-hmm. It's ten team. So uh, Hyatt went with the. 13th or 14th overall pick. So it was like 202. Yeah. Yeah. I his, can believe it. And this is his, one QB where, you know, these guys go crazy over quarterbacks. <clears throat> it was a weird draft, though. AR went num- number two overall. Ooh. Wow. Uh, let's see. There was something else crazy. Oh, <laughs> I got Dalton Kincaid with 205. Wow. <laughs> Sam Laporta went before him. It's not tight end premium, but come on. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, don't get me on a Kincaid talk again. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to. I'm ready whenever. Yeah, the, the redraft guys don't like him this year, which I think is a mistake. Oh, they're, I do. They're looking at him as a tight end. Anyway, anyway, we've been over this. Yeah, yeah. That's not Back to Brandon Cooks. What's so, all right, so realistically, one of the late round wide receivers or tight end, like Shoemaker, would you do that? Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, that's that. I think that's that's, a, that's an easy, 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 yeah. easy smash. Yeah, but about, I don't, I don't think that's Tank a realistic Dale. one either. Yeah, what about Tank Dale? I think that's that's one where I think his hype is bringing him up to about where Cooks is because he started off so low. Um, but that's that's one that I think is is pretty realistic right now. I think uh, you I'm know Romeo Dobbs is probably another one you could oh, probably yeah. get away with. I was yeah. about to bring the other Green Bay one, Jaden Reed. Yeah, that's another Jayden, one. Jaden Reed, yeah. Romeo Dobbs are about similar, I think. And yeah, value. round values, I think. Yeah. Nico Collins. I think Nico Collins is a little bit lower. If I'm being I was honest about to with say you. that. I don't know if you could get cooks for Nico Collins. Depends. If I was rebuilding and tried to trying to sell you Brandon Cooks, I I like Nico Collins and I'd want a little more. Yeah. You know. i i if you add a fourth or a fifth. <laughs> That sounds like you trying to trade. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me a fifth. Yeah. 
five well, or whatever. Hey, you could have got Tank Dell with a fifth this offseason and traded him for a third right now. So keep in mind, Austin, I am just hanging on by a thread from a rebuild in your Marvel League. So just keep always keep that in mind. Look at all the um, veterans on my roster and keep in mind who you might want. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Austin, who's your number one, uh, we'll say, like, I'm sorry, who's your, like, second tier, you get him as, like, a, a high-priority backup or a flex player in a startup, most overlooked player? Hmm. Well, I kind of feel like that was my first guy. Yeah. Cooper. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to I'm gonna list my next guy that I had that I think is a great value as a contender is Joe Mixon. Um, okay. Yeah, that's in that, that that's right there. Okay. I feel RB, comfortable with Joe Mixon as a, as a flex in a startup. Okay. RB20 and 21, um, respectively, with KTC and DTC. Um, just feels like a smash this year. Um, no really competition in the backfield barring health should have no issue putting up a top 12 season. What do you think, Chad? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think, um, you know, especially with the arrest and everything, his, his values depreciated substantially. Um, I think before the uh, charges were, were dropped, if I'm not mistaken, they were dropped, right? Uh, the first, yes. The first charges. Correct. No, they're not dropped. I think he was just um, straight up acquitted anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, regardless, we won't get too much into that, but, uh, um, you know, now that there's some finality to that, I, I think, you know, people are starting to turn their heads a little bit and say, okay, well, you know, you know, Mixon could probably do something for me this year. But before that, man, his, his value was crazy low. Um, I saw one wild trade I'm gonna have to bring up in a minute, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he was going for, for peanuts. So yeah, I like, I like that, that pick a lot. <laughs> Set. Austin, introduce us to the fourth member of the podcast and just licked your microphone. Sorry about that. This is Lily. She's uh, <laughs> our wide open beagle. She's cute yeah. as hell, man. Nice, Our super cute. Seen a mic that doesn't. Uh, she can't chew. She's <laughs> <laughs> about anything she thinks she can chew right now. Yeah, she's, right a, she's a handful. Get her some raw. She is adorable. She is. That's yeah, super man. cute. Right, she's going back to mama. Right on. Sorry about that. No worries, no worries. Yeah, so I he went for a he went for an, in a point seven five premium league. He went for a, earlier this off season. He went for Chig and a third. Wow. Yeah. So. Yuck. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been having a hard time selling off my mixing shares, but yes. I'm. I'm persistent, so I've been getting it done. Mostly, like, I, Debo. I've been getting mixing for Debo. Yeah. Kind of. You know, you try and, you're, you're trading one problem for another, really, when you do that. But if I'm doing – like, I, I, I'm just kind of betting that the wide receiver will stay a little healthier. I, I don't believe in Mixon's ability to stay healthy or maintain his level of play for more than another year or two. I kind of feel that way with Debo too. So, yeah. like I said, I'm kind of trading one one problem for another. But I, I'm having trouble moving Mixon for something that I I actually can use. Yeah, he's a really hard sell. I agree with that totally. Yeah. Um, which makes it easier as a contender to get him. 
Yeah, yeah you're, sure. you're gonna have so yeah, large exactly. you're, if you if you're trying to sell Mixon, you're gonna have to wait till in season after you know a blow up game. Yeah, <laughs> Lily agrees. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, what what can you get him for? Like, not chigging a third. People are gonna tell you to go pound sand. Um, I mean, it's gonna depend on roster totally. But if you're buying him from somebody who's looking to retool, I think you could try, throw your twenty five first at him in a heartbeat and get it with no questions. Twenty five first, you're giving for Mixon? Yeah, I mean, a late first for a contender, I have no problem with that. I don't think you can really – I mean, throwing a second at him is going to be an insult. So, mm-hmm. if I'm a top three team and I have a 25 first and I need a running back or I need to secure my running back room, that's the price you're going to have to pay if you're going to go for him. And the only other option, which you brought up, in similar price point would be Camara, in my opinion. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who else. Like, I mean, I'd love to get Chubb, but that's going to cost considerably yeah. more. Yeah, more expensive. 100%. Any and the the thing with Chubb is you can say all day what his value is and what you think his value should be, you know, and and go by ADP or go by somebody's rankings. Try getting him in a league; it's always higher than you think. Yes, it is. He is expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah. I probably could have gotten more for him, but I made a weird trade with Chubb in a league. Let's see what you guys think about this one. I go back and forth at the moment. I'm regretting it, but uh, it's a, it's a league that I'm going in, go, coming out of rebuild into contention, and I gave up Kyler, Trey McBride, Marvin Mims, and a second for Deshaun Watson, Chubb, and like Demetric Felton. So I gave up like Kyler in three seconds for. Watson and Chubb. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I think I paid too much. Um, yes and no. Um, I'm a still Kyler believer, so I'm gonna have trouble. Yeah, getting rid of him on the cheaper side, and right now it's any pretty much any trade right now is gonna be on the cheaper side. Yeah, I think Deshaun could be on the cheap. I mean, that's the thing too is with either one of those guys, it's coin flips at this point. Yeah, I agree with you that know? totally. So, uh, yeah. you know, if Deshaun Watson, you're just betting on, you're just betting on your horse. You, you know, you're just saying you believe more in Deshaun Watson than Kyler, which is fine. You know, uh, I was saying I wanted the guy that was actually going to play because I want to, I want to compete right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's true too. So, uh, go. you normally but, have to take a value loss when it comes to that. And that was kind of the running premise when I was discussing this trade with my trade partner. He's a DWZ Patreon guy. He's really smart, sharp guy. And he said, Hey, listen, I have Deshaun Watson valued above him. And I was like, well, I have, you know, Kyler's a better quarterback. You know, Kyler's got top three finish, blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, you know, Kyler's not healthy. And I just have Deshaun Watson valued above him. And I have Deshaun Watson. So if you want him, that's what it's going to cost. So, you know, like that was the working principle in the trade. Yeah. To make it, I had to value in my way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's 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 what happens sometimes. I mean, unless you have somebody that's really like you know they're trying to lose um, without actually having to tank, then you know you go to them and say, "Look, this is going to help you. This is going to help me. Let's just get it done at value." Um, and sometimes that works too. So it just depends on on who your trade partner is. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Chubb, I was looking through KTC and. Uh... They have Chubb at running back six right now above yeah. JT. 
Yeah, I think that's ridiculous, but I'm not going to argue with uh, with it if somebody though. I mean, I think I think there probably are some people in leagues that believe that, you know, um, which is fine. I mean, his 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 production speaks for itself, but yeah. I think his value is going up right now because he's hot in redraft leagues. So yeah. people think he's going to have so. a really good season. I mean, sixth in dynasty though. I mean, yeah, I think that's like nuts. The, the running back landscape is a disaster, but. It, it it is six, but six is high for for the you know like I said he's only got a couple. Well, I said that about Mixon, but Chubb's only got a couple more years as well. I mean his yeah, his style will fall off fast. Yeah, and he's, <clears throat> not, he's not exactly um, Ladanian Thomas. You know what I mean? He's not, I just don't think he'll age well. I do love him for this year. One of my uh, absolutely is behind Saquon, probably my. RB2 on the season, to be honest. You remember how Larry Johnson's game aged? You remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It Barely wasn't old good. enough. Yeah, it wasn't good. He, he was not he was not around for a long time. Oh, yeah, I, I uh um yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree with that uh mix and pick. So all right, who you got in here next here? So this is a guy, he maybe doesn't fit exactly into this category because he's not a guy you want in your flex. But I, I just take a drink. <laughs> he he's a he's a guy that I have to put in there. I have to put him in there because I think he's criminally undervalued. Probably the most undervalued asset in Dynasty and justifiably because you look at his past and you say okay, well, um, you know, it's easy to bet against him, but man, he's free. And that's Odell Beckham Jr. Uh he's going at he's his ranking on DTC is wide receiver 78. Um, and he is valued behind Alan Lazard and KJ Osborne. Wow. Yeah. So this is a guy that the Ravens are paying a massive amount of money to. So he's going to get the opportunity on that alone. You have to, you have to, (laughs) you have to try to get him at that price. I mean, they're making every signal and they're telling everybody that'll listen that they're going to pass a lot more this year. Yeah. They're not going to be this rushing, uh, Greg Roman offense anymore. It's not, it's not going to happen, obviously. So, yeah, it's a great call. He's, He's the same price as Adam Thielen and Paris Campbell. <laughs> oh, careful knocking. Yeah, I'd rather have old dirty than either one of those guys. And I and I believe in Paris Campbell. I think he's going to have a good season. Um, and I think he's a locked-in starter on the Giants at this point. But give me Odell Beckham every day of the yeah. week. He's What'd always had more talent than all of those guys put together. What would you yeah. say Beckham was on – uh, dynasty calculator um wide receiver 78 okay he's 79 on ktc so right in line yeah. right up right below dj shark he's even pretty much free in redraft leagues yeah. like everywhere nobody yeah. even believes he's i think he's the most undervalued asset in, in, in all of dynasty to be honest with you all of dynasty i mean in all of fantasy apparently so <laughs> we're gonna have to make sure neil listens to this episode if he can stay healthy he'll absolutely just demolish any of the ADPs he's yeah. doing right But now. I mean, even if he only gives you like seven weeks, he's he's out, you know, he's outdone him, what you're paying for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are, we pay, what are we paying for him? Third? Nothing. <laughs> he's worth less than a third, apparent. I mean. Uh, they have him know. at an early 24, early third is what they have him at on here. On keep trade cut. Yeah, but keep trade cut overvalues picks. They, they do. That's true. So, I mean, is somebody really going to trade him to you for a fourth, though? 
No, that's no, no, no. I mean, you probably program. have to give a third. You probably have yeah. to give a third. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if it's I, an early third, you know, in draft, like let's say you're drafting tomorrow and you have an early third, you know, I'm sure somebody's taken Rishi Rice or one of those kind of guys over Odell any day of the week. Yeah, I, I, you can get anybody to take a third for Odell. Absolutely. Yeah. Rishi Rice, huh? Rushy, is is his stock falling? He had a really, really ugly drop. Like yeah, five, but he like he the week before had an, a really, really great game where I think he yeah. he caught passes for about a hundred yards or something. Yeah, yeah eight catches. So, yeah, I mean, everybody overreacting to one drop and the angle that ball was coming in at—that's a really tough catch to make. You know, you're pretty much blind to it until the last second. Yeah, you got to be able to track the ball. Yeah, I mean, no, it was coming like directly over him. So it wasn't even like something yeah, he could track. track. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I actually didn't see it. I just read about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a really tough catch. Uh, I think people are just – because he has pro- he has had problems with drops in college, so I think people are yeah. you know kind of overblowing it. It's, it's a whole camp thing. You know, yeah. you know how stuff works, camp and, and preseason. People overblow everything. Well, I had Ratchy Rice more as like an early to mid-second. You know, so what, what what would you say for Odell Beckham, I'll give you Tyler Scott. Oh my God. Yes. I, I think I, I think there's so many of those second round, third round wide receivers. Mims, uh Rashi Rice, uh I'm uh, saying Jalen Hyatt. Him. One of those guys ends up in the third, like they always do in every draft. Oh yeah, but I wouldn't give one of those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're saying like later on in the third. Um yeah. Yeah, no, no. I mean, Tyler Scott. No, hell no. I'd rather have Odell Beckham in in a heartbeat. Michael Wilson or OBJ. I think that's right around where you're at, and I know both of y'all like him. So, yeah, um, I still rather have Odell. I think, but I mean, Michael Michael Wilson's going before Odell. So, let's say you're rebuilding and you need to sell Odell. Yeah, I take Michael Wilson. Yeah, if yeah, I take Michael Wilson. And you were kind of high on Tyler Scott, no? Yeah, but I just I, I'm big on opportunity. It's all about opportunity, mm-hmm. um, and I just I just don't know what that Bears offense is right now. So ugly. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> minus, minus DJ Moore. I think he's a talented player, but that only that only gets you so far, you know. Uh, yeah, DJ Moore is absolutely going to make some some plays this year. He's going to look great in some games, and he's going to disappear for long stretches. Yeah. Well, I was talking about Tyler Scott as far as like um, you know talent only only getting you so far. I think the hope is that he replaces Darnell Mooney next year and, you know, gets some run this year and, and is in, in line to replace Mooney next year. Yeah. That would be his yeah. hope. Or Mooney gets hurt and he steps up and does something. Yeah. So I'm going to start up. Let me just, uh, let me see where I got him here. I got, I drafted Odell in this startup. I got him in the 16th round. Yeah. Sounds about right. I mean, I, you probably could have waited. Yeah, I probably could have yeah, waited. I, I think you could have waited. Yeah, but I wasn't going to because I, yeah, I still I mean, think that's cares a steal. Yeah, the 16th round. That's, yeah. You like a guy, get him. If you yeah. I mean, that's guys like Jerome Ford and, and yeah. Khalil Shakir are going. Like, you know? <laughs> right. I, Jerome Ford I like because he's the number one backup to Ah, uh, careful. They just traded for Pierre Strong yep. during our yep. podcast. Yep. Whoa. Yep. Breaking news. Uh, really? He did. I love that fit too. 
I was a Pierre Strong guy last year, so I like the fit a lot. Get him out of New England. Receiving back, you think? He's going to do a lot of receiving work there? Oh, yeah. He's electric. Get the ball in his hands. Let him figure it out. Just let him get touches for that matter. He didn't get any. I'd like to see him just touch the rock. Well, I mean, that's still, if, if, I mean, knock on wood, if Chubb were to go down, Jerome Ford is, is oh, going to yeah. get a lot of touches. So, Absolutely. I mean, he's still an injury away guy. So I do like him in that range. But I can't argue with a player that's a starting wide receiver. You can kind of, like, as long as he's healthy, I'm comfortable plugging Odell in as my as a flex. You know, yeah. I. The, we'll see there. I, I think we're going to have to watch. I'm not starting him week one. All right, let's say I drafted Jerry Judy. I did my startup a month ago. I drafted Jerry Judy, and now I'm not going to have him week one. I'm comfortable plugging Odell in. I'm not comfortable, but I probably don't have a better option. Yeah, you might not. Maybe a Khalil Herbert or something like that. Yeah. I think I think uh, I think by like week two or three, you might be very comfortable plugging Correct. Odell in, and that's the thing. Like right now, it's tough to call where this is going to go, but. I mean, there's a very realistic chance we get in season, and he's looking like a solid wide receiver too. Would you I give? Would you give Dwayne McBride for him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. He might get some run around. He's he's a guy that I'm actually picking up, and no matter what my team looks like, I'm trying to get him right now because I think his value is going to go up substantially in season. So there's not a team that I have where I'm like, if I have the opportunity to get Odell at cost, I'm not making that move right now. Okay. Right on. I mean, Neil, our DWZ admin, his his pants are just wet. <laughs> yeah. isn't, he, isn't he done with uh, – I think he might he might have jumped ship at the wrong time. Yeah, uh-uh. he's out on him now. <laughs> I mean – you can come back to a guy, you know. I yeah. was out on Aaron Rodgers, and I'm back. I'm kind of, I'm kind of smitten with him again. Hey. He said, he said he had butterflies coming out onto the field last night. That's pretty cool for a guy that old. Actually, actually, uh, uh, there's there's a guy that you love that I have as as my next guy. So when we get to him, uh, you'll probably get excited. Let's do it now. Yeah, go in order. Okay, so I call it Odell my most uh, undervalued player in Dynasty. This guy might be my second, and I don't like him. Don't like him at all, but okay. I love the situation. Love the situation. And I love his valuation, and that's Van Jefferson. Oh. Uh, Van Jefferson currently going at wide receiver 103. He is the wide receiver two for the Rams right now. He is. I mean, <laughs> unless you believe in Pukas Nakua. Yeah. But, I mean, even so, like, worst-case scenario, he's wide receiver three in a high-octane offense if Matthew Stafford comes back to form, which that's essentially what you're betting on, is if Matthew Stafford can come back in and do his thing, which I think he can. Um, you know, all reports saying, you know, take them with a grain of salt, obviously, but this is the best he's looked um, in a Rams uniform uh, in camp. Um, I think Stafford still has it. It's just about staying healthy and, and uh, yeah, I mean – getting that offense to click back under under uh, um, McVay. But, I mean, at wide receiver 103, you're getting it for free. They have him at, as a as a 1.0 valuation for, for DTC. If anybody uses DTC, you know that's like <laughs> half of a late third or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's free. He's a, he's a, he's a you know, a waiver wire pickup at this point. Yeah, I have gotten him on, on waivers this offseason, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think for his situation, I mean, 
I just don't understand why he's that low. And I, I don't like him. I don't like him as a player. I think he's okay. You know, I, I don't like him as much as I did coming out. Yeah. Um, I thought reception perception really liked him. And he just, I, I don't think he ever progressed into the Robert Woods type of player that he was supposed to become. Um, I think he's got the physical talent. Maybe it's just not there upstairs. Um, but he just never really put it together, even though they were trying to make him a thing when Robert Woods was there and he just kind of wasn't getting it done. And they had to go back to hyper targeting Cooper cup. But like you said, you know, I, and I don't love the, what else is there narrative, but what else is there? And if it's free, you might as well have it in case you have to plug it in. I mean, what, what do you think there? Austin Bell? Um, for cost, it's great. Um, that, he doesn't really have – I mean, I'm not a Puka Nakua kind of guy, so uh, he doesn't really have any competition. He's always done decent at earning at least on-the-field targets. You know, we'll see what he can do compared to Cup. He's not going to challenge that. But he should have enough targets to be able to be a spot start during bye weeks and injuries. And for cost, I mean, it's a no-brainer on a contender. Yeah. What are we getting him for? Let's say – Nothing. A free throw in. When <laughs> yeah. you get somebody else won't. A fifth if your if your draft goes that late. Like, well, yeah, see, I'll give you a I, fifth for. What I would do is for a fifth though. What I would do is go after another player that we've say we've discussed and just throw them in. Somebody yeah. say somebody has uh, Mixon and Van Jefferson, and you throw them somebody you think's overvalued and uh, get both of them. Well, yeah. If I'm given a late twenty-five first for Mixon. Or a twenty-five first, because let's not let's not pretend we can predict twenty-five first-round picks, right? But what we hope is a late twenty-five first for Mixon. Yeah, I, I think asking him to throw in Van Jefferson is perfectly reasonable. Well, then let me rephrase my statement on Mixon. If you're going to say it like that, because I have rosters that, barring the league blows up, the pick's going to be late. Um, okay. Things so, happen in this world, I, well, and you could just have a really bad year, and it could be two hundred five. I mean, one hundred five. Uh, no. anything can happen, but it, realistically, there are some, I'm not talking about if you're a fringe playoff team now, you don't go give your 25 first for Mixon. I'm talking about you're a top two roster in the league and you want the RB four or five on your team to be better. That's where you go send your future first for him. That's the only situation I'm talking about sending a first. Otherwise I'm trying to send somebody younger overhyped, like gotcha. Tajay Spears and a third yeah. and go get Mixon. That's yeah. the only time I'm sending a first is if my roster is loaded. That's a good offer. I would take that for Mixon right now. See? <laughs> and I'm not even big on Tajay Spears. I, I I just think that I'll be able to gain some value on Tajay Spears and flip him at some point. So, yeah, I just wanted to make sure the audience knows you don't just do it if you're a you know, a, a yeah. good team. You only send that first for a player like Mixon if you're an elite roster. If you have the, I still think roster. you. I still think you should throw Van Jefferson in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And he's not going to cost anything. Somebody's gonna be like, "Oh my God, he's off my roster finally." Yeah, pretty much. I can go pick up Puka Nakua. Yeah, because I definitely have players like that on leagues where I'm like, I can't, I can't drop this guy, but guy, I can't get anything for him. It's Pukas Nakua in this house, by the way. That's my dead cat's name, Pukas. Okay, so we call him Pukas. So, yeah, what 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 else can you get for for Van Jefferson that's not a throw-in? You know that he, I mean, he's not a throw-in in another deal. 
There... Really, really, in trade, you're going to have to give a third to get people off most rosters. Would you give? I, th- I think it just depends. It depends on the roster size. I mean, you know, correct. If you if you have, I mean, if you only have like you know twenty spots in your entire roster, including your bench or something, right? Like he's a cuttable asset. So you you throw a fourth at somebody, uh, and they're going to give them to you. Which, I mean, I don't know if you you're going to need him on your roster at that point. But I think I think he's I think he's his valuation is substantially lower than than I, where it probably should be. I think you might. Point. Could get him for might. What if you what if you offered a Irv Smith? Is Irv Smith too much? That's going to depend on my roster. I'm probably yeah. going to hold the tight ends. I, I'm a. I want to make sure I have two to three usable tight ends any given week. And the scoring too. I mean, if you're looking at a point seven five premium league, and yeah, I'm, I'm keeping Irv Smith all day cause just because it's it's just more important. Uh, Irv Smith for James <clears throat> Jefferson and a third. I'm taking Van Jefferson I'm, a third in yeah, a heartbeat. Me too. Me too. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take being wrong on Irv Smith if I am. I'll take the pick. At least I know the pick's going to be there. Yeah. If the other two assets flame out, at least I have a pick for it. All right. I think we found it. Cool. All right. So. I'm going to move on to my next player. I'm going to skip over the second tier because I think my next player is kind of in the same category as Van Jefferson, sort of a post-hype sleeper, and that would be Jalen Tolbert. All right, so Jalen Tolbert was a late second, early third round pick last year. It was uh, a lot of hype to get him there. He was a raw prospect coming out. Uh, it took him a year. I mean, he, he really did absolutely zero last year. And if you listen to like analytics guys like Peter Howard, that it's really, really bad. And it projects to he can't be successful. I don't believe in that at all. I believe that he spent a year learning. He came into camp on fire, has had a great camp, and sat out the last preseason game because they say he doesn't need to play. He doesn't need to prove anything. So he's locked in as – the third slash fourth receiver in that offense. So at times you're going to see Gallup. At times you're going to see Tolbert, right? Because they, I think they have different games. I can't wait to see Tolbert on the field. Um, but I think people have forgotten about him. And if you're not following the camp, you know, news in Dallas, if you don't know that he's absolutely um, in their plans then you might have kind of forgotten about him. He could be on, on your taxi squad and you might be able to just go pluck him off of somebody's taxi for like a late third, right? Less oh, than yeah. what he before him last year. And I think this is the camp we wanted him to have last year, but we knew he was raw and he was never going to do that. What do you guys think about Jalen Tolbert? Chad? Chad, you were high on him last year. Yeah, I for for where he was going in and rookie drafts before like the hype really started setting in. He was especially pre-draft. Uh, um, that's when I was pushing uh, Mechie and Tolbert um, when everybody was saying they were you know non-existent assets that weren't going to be drafted and stuff like that and and, and rookie drafts. But um, yeah, I mean I, I like him. I like him, and I the the hype has gone up substantially for him um, in the last several weeks. So, you know, that's that's promising. You know, I mean, maybe maybe he makes something out of that. Maybe he gets a, a you know, a fringe starting role like you were saying there with between him and Gallup. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like it. The the only thing is I look at where his value is at the moment. 
Um, where, where, where would you say he's he's going? Is he is he a waiver wire ad? Is he a guy that you, you're seeing on yeah. your waivers a lot? Yeah, yeah. I added yeah. him numerous times this offseason. Yeah, so I think I think that's definitely um, where I'd be trying to look at him at. Because I mean, you're you're talking about between him and a guy like At Perry or something. I'm taking him all day. Where is um, he on KTC, Austin? I'm scrolling. If that helps you, <laughs> I'm literally I'm on the third page. Well, he's 135 on DTC. Yeah. I mean, that's he what I'm talking about. Wide receiver 100 on the dot. Literally right behind A.T. Perry. Who would have thought? I oh, is he really? That. Yeah, you nailed it. Right behind A.T. Perry. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So I don't I know just got Tolbert than A.T. Perry. I yeah, mean, me too. I just got him in the 40th round of the startup. Now, it is IDP, so that skews yeah. values. But forty point four, he went uh, right behind Greg Dortch, right in front of Richie James, and Matt Collins. Yeah, Matt Collins, come on. Yeah, Matt Collins is, is nuts. He's, he's, he's a really good gunner on special special teams. I'd say. Yeah, Matt Collins. I do like Richie James this year, so I think I'd be I'd be I don't know I'd probably take Tolbert, but. See, I kind of like Greg Dortch. That was I didn't even want to say the name because I think he's another great value for stupid yeah. cheap. Yeah, I think. But what we're what we're missing <laughs> is the dynasty part with Tolbert. I, I don't like Tolbert just this year. Yeah, like yeah, for Tolbert. sure, for sure. I like Tolbert's career. You know, I, he's he's linked to a really good quarterback. I, I said this about Brandon Cooks. You know, this could be Brandon Cooks's replacement. He plays, you know, outside boundary receiver. Yeah. And it's a really good compliment to to C.D. Lamb. I could see him becoming just a really nice, usable flex player in, in rosters. Anyway. I mean, they, they spent a decent pick on him when they take him in the third. So, yeah, it was a third, third round, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I, just, I really liked him in college. I like the traits. And if, if, if he's developing, you know, uh, I just. At cost, I totally like, agree with you. Um, but he's a, guy, he's a guy I really want. He's a guy I take a drink, but he's a guy I really want on my taxi squad this year. That's that's fair. Your yeah. thought process there, I don't really agree with, but at cost, I agree with Tolbert. Um, I'm I'm don't like people that totally flame out year one. Mm-hmm. Um, teams usually, if they're good enough players, they usually use them. Um, and teams don't really have long, uh, don't really give long leashes to young guys. It's shown time and time again. They're they're known to just draft another receiver in the third and hope they're better. But they didn't do that. Okay, well, they didn't need to. They got Cooks. They have Gallup coming back a year off of health. They don't need a third-round receiver this year. But yeah. you're talking about future years. It's much more likely they bring in another Brandon Cooks in two years than it is to me see Jalen Tolbert become the two in that offense. So Yeah, I think but I think, a, I think the key thing is cost, though. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's free, so yeah. I'm not saying you pay you pay a late second for him. I said I'm saying you pay a late third. Of course, was my problem. At, at, like I said, at cost, I totally agree. It's you just, know, there's there's all kinds of rookies this year that I would I would, like that I would pay for him. Dwayne McBride, we brought up. At Perry, Tyler Scott, Tank Dell. I would give all those guys for Tolbert. You know one. You know one slept on rookie that I would take ahead of him. Um, that I think is also a waiver wire ad at this point. Uh, Trey Tucker. I really like Trey Tucker. You said Trey, and I thought you were going to say who I was. I thought you were going to say Trey Palmer. No, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, 
But yeah, with the with the uh, with the Raiders, I think I think yeah. he was also a third round pick. Who are we talking about? Trey Tucker? Yeah. The wide receiver with Raiders. Another waiver wire ad that that I I really, really, really like it costs, but I think they're probably around similar valuations right now. Yeah, I don't disagree. All right, we got time for one more. Austin, you got one more? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, So he's been my guy all all offseason, gotten him in what feels like free Anytime I've tried to do it, um, just put up ridiculous numbers towards the end of last year uh, on one of the best offenses in the league, and somehow his value is only just plummeted. Uh, I'll take Jarrett McKinnon for any free throw-in possible. Mm. Yeah, I mentioned him earlier. Yeah, you did, and I was like, of course. I thought you were about to start talking about him, but he just – I mean, it's it's free. It's really – he doesn't cost anything. Yeah, and I don't understand it. To on a, you know, it's a shorter shelf life play, of course. But yeah, you know, if you have somebody like me who hates running backs, um, I think he's a perfect RB three or four on a team that's working on becoming a playoff team. Could agree he, more. He's I, I I like him on contenders too. Yeah, he, he's uh he smashed. He was a league winner at the end of last year. If you needed a running back, absolutely. And he's heck. He still only costs like a third then. Yeah, right. He was, he, he's, he'll always be cheap because he spent his entire career just being potential. Yeah. What do you think, What's Jeff? his ranking on uh, KTC? Uh, 59. Okay. Yeah, RB he's 59. 50, 54 in DTC. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I like that one. Yeah, you can get him for a third if somebody want, is willing to trade him. I mean, if, if you're a contender, you're not trading him. Mm-hmm. So... It's- I mean, if you have him and you're a contender, you know what you have. I think, you know what I'm saying. Let me, uh, let me, let me throw this one out there. So, at, at cost, who would you rather have right now, Jarek McKinnon, um, and a third, or Ezekiel Elliott? Hmm. McKinnon and the third. yeah, I'll take the pick. Similar yeah. to the Irv yeah. Smith thing, give me yeah. the the fluid asset. Yeah, McKinnon and and Zeke is straight up is actually pretty close for me. Yeah, I agree. In fact, it's pretty dead even. Actually, I probably would rather have McKinnon because I don't know that Zeke has anything left. Although, I mean, I guess they traded Pierre Strong. Maybe Kevin Harris is great. Yeah, I'd I'd rather have I'd rather have Zeke, um, just because you know they brought him in for a reason. But yeah, I mean, you don't bring in an older running back to. You know, just hang out and get paid. True, but what I'm saying is he doesn't have much left, and he he looked a shell of himself last year. So I, well, he just get, he just has to at that cost. He just has to get the touchdowns. Yeah, I mean Ramondre is a big boy too, so it's not like they want to bench him. But again, they brought him in for a reason. True. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm I'm just going to run through a couple honorable mentions, and you guys too can too if you want. We don't have to go over them all, but. uh Keontae Ingram, uh, Kenneth Gainwell actually would have been my second tier guy. Um, possibly the – he could possibly get a lot of run in Philly offense this year. Um, Kyron, Kyron Williams, Keontae Ingram, uh, DTR, one of the best quarterbacks in the preseason this year. They traded away their backup to make him their backup. So, Yeah, I think that window's gone, to be honest. Yeah, could be. Could be. Yeah, DTR might not be overlooked. 
<laughs> let me let me throw one more out there. Um, sure. Just quick, we won't talk about him too much, but uh, DJ Chark is another one for me. Hardy Hurt scares me, but if he can be healthy, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Wide receivers, wide receiver 73. He's going for about a third. Yeah. I'd like be his whole career. I'd be <laughs> surprised if I can get a third for the paycheck in oh, certain I, weeks. Yeah. Health is the key for him. Is it always, it's been every yeah. year for him. Mm-hmm. But I agree yep. 100%. Yep. He'll be, he'll uh, be he's low wide receiver one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, gentlemen. I think I think that's a really good list. We hashed it out. Next week, um, I think we'll do a little more strategy. Uh, we had a we had a topic we were going to do this week where, when you have a lot of depth at one position, what do you do? Do you do you keep the depth? Do you um, bulk up at another position, or do you upgrade another position? Um, and we have some specific. Um, examples that we want to go through. That's probably a whole episode, so we'll do that next week. Um, anything else you guys got before we go? Mm, I will quickly say Bryce Young is him. I just wanted to say that real quick. <laughs> Key him? Oh, my gosh, that dude is good. Um, <laughs> but that's it. That's all. Okay. Just I couldn't go a whole episode without bringing him up. Chad? Chad, you got anything? He agreed so good. He didn't have anything else to say. Oh, my bad. I, I muted myself. <laughs> no, I completely agree. You know, my love for uh, Bryce is, is um, yeah, endless. I guess my last thing is that uh, AR is going to be really hard to bring down this year. But, man, the ball's going to go everywhere. Yeah, it'll be a fun ride. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Uh, Look for us on Mondays on the DWZ feed. And at some point, we're going to be back on video, too. We're just working that out with Memphis. So uh, thanks for joining us, and we are out. Later. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak